0: and welcome to The Pure Report. I'm your host, Rob Ludeman. It is time to bring the orange with a twofer today. Two guests, Mr. Rick Vanover, Senior Director of Product Strategy from Veeam and our good friend of the podcast, J.D. Wallace, Principal Technology Strategist. Uh, J.D., thanks for correcting me on the title multiple times. You guys have been going through a lot of changes there, but hey, Rick, welcome to the program. It's
1: great we were able to line you up. Yeah. Cheers, Rob. Happy to be here. And uh, I think JD is an awesome guy. I'm just going to say that first before I forget. I might say it three more times.
0: I like JD a lot as well. JD chime in and you probably have something pithy to add as well.
1: Oh man, I'm feeling
2: the love here. I feel special and we (laughs) just got started. This is amazing. Thank you guys.
0: Well, welcome back, JD. Always a pleasure when we can wrangle you. And I know you and Rick have a little bit of history because JD, you were uh, you're an ex guy before you came to Pure, correct?
2: That's right. that's yeah. right, and, and and actually, I don't know if we I mentioned this, but today is my one year anniversary at Pure, and I, hey. I always remember it because it's Star Wars Day, right? May, Dude, the, May the congratulations,
0: yeah! May the Fourth be with uh, with JD. And Rick, you go back quite a ways at like 10 years. Did I see that on your LinkedIn profile? We all sniff each other's LinkedIn profiles all the time. Yeah,
1: no, it's totally clear to politely creep. Um, I've, I'm actually <laughs> in my 11th year at Veeam. Um, I, I just counted how many kickoffs have I been to. There you so go. There this you go. is the 11th, including a virtual kickoff. And uh, yeah, no, I love it. Um, I am programmed to function in this, uh, in this I don't want to call it chaos, but programmed to function in this environment. That's what I'll say functional functional chaos have you always done the same
0: thing or have you kind of bounced around different roles while you're there?
1: Um, I've always been on the product team got it so it's been it used to be kind of a tech marketing ish it was product strategy before that and it's back to product strategy um, but yeah my role is is really growing on that and you know my team's number one objective is to embrace the spirit of technical evangelism. Hmm. And, you know, where that sits in organizations as it grows, why it's jumped around. So um, that makes sense, you know, inside of Veeam. And from my perspective, it's all about just getting that product knowledge and market knowledge and technical thought leadership out there.
0: Well, that's always fun, though, right? I mean, you can stay with a company for a long period of time. And I have an analogous thing, right? You know, I was at Sun Microsystems for like 10 years, Mm -hmm. But I was bounced around different product roles, right? So each time you're presented with a new challenge about, you got to learn about, you know, this widget or this tech, why do people need it? Why is it better than the other guys? And I, I assume you've kind of bounced, you know, gone through the same kind of
1: thing. Yeah. yeah as we go into new markets and storage integrations, and hence why we're here, uh, some stuff with the cloud and service providers, new platforms, new hypervisors, physical stuff. I mean, you know, when I started, Veeam was a SMB backup toy for VMware only. Yeah. And I I can walk into anybody and have any conversation now. And that feels great.
0: It is great to have a a broad portfolio. JD, how did you you cross paths with Rick when you were at Veeam? Did you guys kind of bang into each other a little bit?
2: Absolutely. So Rick and I got to work a little bit together at Veeam, but actually my uh, knowledge of Rick went back a little bit further than that. So Rick is a, a podcaster in his own right. I know you've worked on a few different projects, Rick, but the one that I first got introduced to Rickatron, on was the in tech, we trust podcast with Mark Farley and Nigel and a a bunch of really smart folks. And, um, you know, I, I got to hear all you guys geek out about technology and that, that was in earlier parts of my career and kind of really helped accelerate, you know, my foray into, into this fun thing that we do. And so that was really impactful for me. And and it was great to kind
1: of follow that up and get to work with you at Veeam as well. Well, no, that was fun. I was allowed to kind of Get, go rogue on those, you know, and even before that InfoSmack and Virtual Mania and those others, you know, that was, and the fun thing, the hard thing about those community projects is, A, you need someone else to go with you. I could never have done those alone. And then secondly, everybody gets busy. You change jobs and those types of things, you know, predicate the collapse, right? You know, we're getting ready to reboot the Veeam podcast now. So, yeah, I mean, over time, the long game, it's hard to do, uh, hard to do that for sure.
2: I think that was one of the powers of that podcast is you had a couple of different people that could kind of share the reins. And if somebody was out and traveling, somebody else would step in. And so I, I think that's what made it so successful, at least for me, I, I enjoyed it. So, all
0: right. I got to know about the the Rickatron thing, cause I don't have the history, right? So I, I kind of go by Ludes, which is sort of a high school nickname that's, that's followed me around and not really too, you know, too challenging to figure out. It's, a, it's sort of a derivation of my last name, but the Rickatron thing, um, Rick, how'd that come about?
1: Okay so in the 2000s of uh, zero zero decade, I had secured an opportunity with Virtualization Review magazine and I wrote the everyday virtualization column there like on a magazine I've got a couple here in the wall here somewhere. And you know back when I was an end user, they loved that independent voice mm-hmm. right? And so I have had the taste for the spirit of technical evangelism and I can write, I can present, I can talk. So it was a great fit. Anyways, for the column, they said, send us a picture. We're gonna make an avatar. And okay, this was in you know VMware technology changing the market space. And so they virtualized, they avatared the picture i gave of me and i showed it to my friend i, I was carrying the magazine around showing it to everybody and it, it wasn't a profile pic it was the avatar and, it, and the guy this was right during the movie tron legacy in the 2000s oh, where you it go. came out uh-huh. and yeah. my my mate and I, he goes oh man that's cool it's very tron oh that's it record tron was born that's how it came out
0: Thank you for filling in the gaps for me there, because as a, you know, I, I, when we were talking about doing this, JD was kind of like, "Oh, I can't wait to talk to Rickatron, you know. And I went, "I got oh, a font
2: for it and everything." Now it's great. You're fully loaded. You're fully loaded with got, the, with the Ricotron. I love it. I do a font, font, I mean, and J- stickers, and an origin story. You got it all. JD, do you even have a nickname? Or JD actually? JD is. is my nickname. I know Come you're on, right. Man. You're right. I know. And you told
0: me one time what it is, which is J Dubs. I don't know. You can have. Something. Yeah, I don't know something like we already have somebody that's a Dubs at the, at the company here. Well, <laughs> Um, All right. Well, let's let's, I love the upfront. I love the banter. It's fun to figure out what you guys are up to, but uh, let's, let's jump in. And I don't know, Rick, you kind of set it up a minute ago when you said, you know, when you started at Veeam, it was just kind of a toy for SMB backups and and a lot's changed. What stands out in the last uh, 11 years to you about what's changed in, in data protection and really going beyond just, you know, the, the space is about backups. There's so much more to it. It's, it's a spectrum as, as, uh, as Roger Boss and my team always always reminds me.
1: Yeah, it's a journey. I'd, I'd almost go so far as to say it's digital transformation realized. Mm-hmm. I think organizations are more dependent on data than ever now. Yeah. And and backup is made cool because of that. I mean, there was a time that it was the most boring part of the data center and, and I wouldn't disagree with that. But, you know, the when the backup profession and the technologies associated with it are put in the spotlight to save a business nowadays, mm-hmm. that, that changes the game. You know, it, it's come up to being a first-class citizen and in, in terms of, um, you know, digital trust and other things like that. In fact, I heard the coolest title ever for a job site Reli- reliability engineer, a Shree. And I'm like, that's cool. And that that's includes cool. backup, you know? It so it's like, there's this graduation, there's this progression, this technology DX realizes one way to look at it and, you know, really encompassing the full spectrum of workloads, you know, that's, that's the important thing. Cause you know, people move platforms nowadays, they move storages, they move, you know, cloud. I even speak to organizations coming back from the cloud, right? But it, the thought is wherever the data is, there needs to be a really good story to keep it available. And so um, that's helped me progress because everybody cares about the data. Uh, you know, it's helped me watch things change. And, and here at Veeam, I like to say that Veeam has partnerships in our DNA. Yeah. And, you know, that is so fundamental, whether it's, you know, alliance programs, like what the wonderful things you guys are doing up here or service providers or hyperscale clouds or the platforms we protect like VMware and and other hypervisors and stuff. And then all the way down to sellers and distributors and um, GSIs. And there's probably more. I mean, that's something that we've ingrained in our business model. And this is a, this is a vine that just keeps growing Mm -hmm. and it just keeps giving us opportunity and, you know, new products come into the play, new platforms, new people. And um, you know, I'm 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 down with the sickness.
0: No, it's great. I love how you put it that way. And I think, you know, the tech has come a long way, you know, both making it more cost effective as well as more efficient. I don't want to use the word easy, but more efficient, right? So that you're not just looking at, you know, what you used to do with maybe you know, dealing with your production data and it would be nice to touch everything else, but now you can really look at those scenarios and, and backup has become less of a four letter word. I used to work with a guy who would joke and say, if you want to, you know, if you want to punish a DBA for the weekend, make them go off and test backups. Right. That was always kind of his, you know, his funny line about that. And and now it's, you know, it's cool. It's, it's in vogue kind of stuff. Um, JD, you wear a ton of hats here at Pure, right. And your role, you know, looking after technology and technology strategy in, in the field. Um, you gotta cover everything, but w- why is data protection a, more of a passion for you? Like what what drives you every day when you look at that space?
2: Well, I, I think it's an area where we've seen tremendous innovation uh, recently. And, and I really got to give a nod to Veeam for that. I think, yeah. and, and there's actually a lot of parallels here between our two companies, we're, we're roughly the same age. And I think both of us, and particularly Veeam in the data protection space, saw a market that was that was really kind of stagnant in some ways, and said, "I can do better. Let me go approach this problem a different way with a with a different thought process." And, and really changed how we talk about backup. It's it's not just about backup anymore. It's about first of all how what do i do with that backup how do i get the data back and then what other value can i derive from this data set while it's sitting there you know I've, i there's no reason why i just have to have cold data that's not providing any value there's more things that i can do with that and so you know the 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 passion that we have for that level of innovation is really what i think is the catalyst for why we've been able to bring these technologies together and, and innovate as partners, as well as we have really having that mindset.
0: You mean we're not putting data on tapes and driving them into a big storage container
2: <laughs>
0: for, for for super cold storage anymore? We actually can do something with that data. Yeah, no, it's it's great to hear your to hear your passion around that. Um, and you're both alluding to to the partnership. I mean, Jade, you make a really good point that you know we're about the same age and have kind of the same culture and mentality. Um, And Rick, you already touched on a number of these things with MSPs and GSIs,
1: but uh, why is the synergy work so well here? Well, actually, JD, um, he's way too nice because I'm going to take a much more contrarian (laughs) snark view to this. Number one, you guys got to stop taking our people. Uh, So, you know, the the similarities are real. And I I say that in jest, you know, whenever, you know, someone leaves, you want them to go to a partner, um, you know, and keep it in the in the reach as it were, but the, the models are same, the innovations, the disruptions, those, those are all fair assessments there, JD. And I'll be honest with you. I, um, maybe it was late 2018, late 2019. I remember it distinctly it was 2018. It was my last trip of the year went out to Northern California and, you know, got the tour and the, the, the Coke Zero Coke uh, demonstration and, you know, from one of your founders there. And then, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't lie. I got a little bit of orange envy going on myself, you know? So I do like the innovation, this, the disruption, the model. And, and more importantly, there's a, there's a fandom, there's this, you know, um, uh, swagger, there's swagger and, and, and that matters nowadays.
0: It does. J.D.,
2: anything to add on that? Yeah, I, no, I, I think you summed it up really well, but uh, it, it really comes back to, I think, a maniacal focus on intuitive design. And we'll get to that when we talk about yeah. the actual yeah. integration Some is having solutions that are just smart to use together, right? It's part of it. And then that cu- customer first culture, we talk about a lot, you know, not every company has that. So many, so many companies are... Just chasing after what's the next feature that my competitor has and how do I one up them? and and, and we really focus on what is the problem that my customer is trying to solve and how can we deliver some innovative tools that solve that problem, not just chasing the next thing that our competitor has out there.
0: Yeah, it was it was very interesting to to untrain myself coming from, you know, server microprocessor world before I came into Pure, that, you know, when we're here, we talk about those outcomes. We don't, you know, we're a storage company that doesn't talk about storage as much, which is always, I've always found that really fascinating and interesting, Um, which leads to the next topic I want to, I want to have you guys dive into a little bit, which is around the actual integrations. It's only taken us 15 minutes to get to this point, but uh, you guys are both so fun. We're having fun though. Exactly. No, we're having fun. And the banter is always awesome. But um, we see a lot of alliance partner relationships where there's like market textures put out. It's like, yeah, these things will kind of work together. And yeah, we took a look at a data sheet, but there's more to it here. Right. I mean, there's, there's a lot of extensive testing And we go the extra mile so the customers know it'll work and it'll deliver the value. Um, Rick, what is, what does Veeam ready status mean and talk a little about your, your HCL, like what kinds of things you have to go into the gory details, but what kinds of things does Veeam do when you're, when you're looking at these partnerships?
1: Well, we just, the highest level objective is we ensure that the, the intended use would be achieved. Mm -hmm. And and no surprises. Well, let me give you the worst case example. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm bringing a lot more snark than I thought I would here today, but I'll tell you this. You can always find lesser expensive storage. And that's not a good thing about this market. Okay. So couple that with Veeam being an incredible discovery tool of bad designs. Okay. So you can quickly see how some things could be heading to a disaster. What Veeam Ready and the way our alliances team function, they're, really bringing validation to partner solutions for the use case of Veeam because Veeam does not do normal stuff on storage like other backups take our instant recovery you know these are for backup focused storage systems they're not meant to be primary class but if we're exposing these opportunities to give you incredibly fast restores why would you say no to it so this is a um, an organization that's very detailed part of product management that works very specifically with this to really allow the customers and partners to know that, hey, you're gonna have a good experience with this, everything from backing up to recovery, data lab, and and more. So it's a a full vet. And I think that um, that really conveys a lot of customer confidence and kind of partner access to go forth and, and deliver the right solution with the right performance for the right need.
0: JD, this must make your job a little bit easier too, right?
2: Absolutely. And and Rick hit the nail on the, on the head. If you just want storage to hold on to some files that get created, you know, anybody can give that to you, but to actually go the next mile and be able to unlock the power that Rick and his team are building into these products with Rick, you mentioned instant mentioned instant recovery. And I know you've, stretch that even further with instant NAS recovery and instant database recovery and V11 being able to use data labs to actually support test dev environments and, and do what I mentioned a minute ago, which was get more value out of your data. That's not going to work on just any storage that you grab off the shelf and go plug in. Right. And the, the validation that we do together gives your, gives our customers the confidence that, yeah, of course I'm going to be able to back up, but I'm also going to be able to restore quickly. I'm going to be able to run these advanced scenarios. I'm going to be able to use and get value from all of the different tools in that portfolio that I've invested in. And, And I think that's the key part is being able to take advantage of all of that to deliver on what we promise in that marketing, as you, as you mentioned earlier, Rob. Word. Totally word. Yeah. Great perspective. Um, <laughs>
0: which, which leads me to the next thing I want to, I want to, want to hit on. And we're, we're playing some podcast, uh, to- hot topic bingo. Cause I think Rick already did digital transformation. So you can check your box on your bingo card for that. And it wouldn't be a podcast in 2021. If we didn't talk about ransomware a little bit. Now I joke a little bit, but it is a legit, um, it is a legit issue out there and it is super hot, um, we've covered ransomware quite a bit on, on the peer Report in the past, but Rick, from your side, what what is Veeam doing and how are you approaching ransomware detection, prevention, and mitigation? And I know the things you're doing actually are very, um, you know, combined really well with the peer Approach.
1: Yeah, for sure. So um, number one thing, the, the story I'm trying to tell is that when I talk to organizations who do not come out of a ransomware situation well, and by the way, that's where I pay the most attention. I love the high fives, it worked, it worked. But when it doesn't, that's when I listen with big ears. (laughs) Very consistently, I see that there are organizations that don't come out of ransomware well, when they do not have a copy of data on what I call ultra resilient media. So that's something that's either immutable, offline or air gapped. And I love that phrase, because it doesn't really predicate any specific technology. And I know that there's something that we'll, uh, I'll let JD explain a little bit. That's mm-hmm. a very resilient way. Uh, it, it does meet my ultra resilient uh, criteria because it's out of band, but something like that is the missing link. So I have made it my quote unquote side hustle, my industry kind of focus to educate the market on that. And, you know, you mentioned, you know, recovery and things like that. What we're doing at beam is we're going to align the ransomware recovery story to the NIST cybersecurity framework. Mm. So the walk in the wheel here, there are five functions, identification, protection, detection, response, and recovery. And a lot of people think that backup should be strong in protection and recovery, and and that's true. But identification, um, detection, and response as well have great angles here for Veeam. But the number one thing, some sort of copy of your data on an ultra-resilient media that can predicate that you are able to restore your data. That's the fundamental reason why I'm in business. And, um, I probably spend, um, a significant percentage of my year talking to customers, looking at data, reading reports, um, you know, and honestly helping Veeam tell the story of new capabilities, but, um, yeah, it's a thing.
0: You said something a moment ago that struck something in me, how educated are enterprises government entities whatever you know who, whoever is at, at risk probably you could ask this question maybe three years ago and it'd be very minimally are our organizations coming up to speed or are you finding there's still a good deal of, of education to
1: do so i have some internal numbers that we track from some surveys um i'm not able to share the numbers here, That's all right. but i will tell you there are a number of things progressing well and uh, the good news is, is that Veeam is providing, and through our partners, more ways to have ultra-resilient copies of data, right? So by having – it, it's kind of odd to have this conversation, and, you know, I feel like we're right at – I don't want to say it, at, a, at a positive milestone with COVID – but like, you know, the vaccinations are a good way to get out of that problem. And yeah. ultra resilient media is a good way to get out of this problem. It's a weird parallel to make here. But um, I feel like we're, in a, we're making progress every year, educating the market, providing new capabilities, and then also organizations with their own training, because I'd actually argue the most effective technique is actually user and administrator training on what is and what is not a good thing to do with a computer. Believe it or not, those the human element is the most important part. But at the end of the line, the only option you have with ransomware getting in is to recover data.
0: Yeah, you you validate. You know, I had a I had an ethical hacker on the program a couple of months ago, and that was fully aligned with what you said, right? The human element. I mean, that that was. He basically said, if we get rid of humans, then we wouldn't have as many issues, right? I mean, <laughs> it was kind of a funny observation. I mean, I have a sticker on my laptop that says, uh, "What does it say here?" Humans ruining everything since forever. I, I forget who gave that to me. Some some conference, but kind of true um jd what what are the parts that are complementary then to to what rick talks about and make some great points about you know what what you should do to to um have those five vectors when you go out and look at that space but but when you go out and you tend this is one of your favorite talk tracks lately too right um what is that talk track and, and how does
2: that work for you when you combine it with what veeam does well, Rick's got five vectors. I've got three pillars, right? So, uh, <laughs> vectors think, and pillars, man. Yeah, I think there, there there's three things. And in, in, well, and just to, to reiterate the point around, you know, customers are educating themselves on this. I can't think of a single week that's gone by in the last year where I, I haven't had a couple of conversations about this topic. So, so I, I'm really glad to see that customers are starting to, to up-level their awareness and it's allowing us to kind of have these conversations and, and bring these solutions to to, to market. So it's, it's happening, but there are three things that you absolutely have to have. First of all, it has to be simple to implement and maintain, you know, managing these infrastructures are not most people's day job, right? And if it's something that I've got to think a lot about and I've got to worry if it's going to be there when I need it, you know, is it failing? Is it implemented properly? All that complexity um, means that it's less likely to be there when I need it. So simple to implement is key. To Rick's point, it has to be immutable or it has to have some level, you you, you phrase it really well. What was Ultra the resilient, ultra, ultra, ultra resilient. resilient. It has to be ultra resilient. And I hear so many people throw around this word immutable without really getting into the context of what that means. And it means so many different things to so many different people. So, But immutable with that resiliency is really key. And then lastly, you gotta be able to recover quickly because we're not talking about, you know, oops, I deleted a VM accidentally, or I, I lost a couple of emails. We're, we're talking about huge amounts of data that could potentially be implicated in one of these types of attacks. And so getting that data back very quickly and measuring that in, hours and minutes and not in days and weeks is, is really uh, the critical part. And so when we approach our solutions together, we're focusing on answering all three of those things and making sure that we have all three of those pillars as part of a really well-constructed solution.
0: Yeah, it's a fun narrative, and uh, I think you should borrow what Rick uh, what Rick did. Yeah, you know, I like
2: one. that. I'm going to steal that one. You'll, you'll hear that yeah. one on my uh, on my next presentation. Lottery,
0: yada yada, all that kind of stuff, right? Just you put know?
2: Rickatron at the bottom of the slide. Rick, yeah, giving him credit.
0: Dash
1: Rickatron. No problem. Approved. Approved. So you got it. You got it. Green
0: light. Green light. Um, hey, let's close this one because I know by the time we release this, that um, city of New Orleans, where you know we've I think Pure's got a case study up and. Um, but New but New Orleans is going to be nominated for a best of show award at, at VeeamON, which Rick you know your annual conference. Um, just quick highlights of the situation there because they kind of went through one of these where you talked about they you know they experienced it and, and how did they come out of it right?
1: Yeah the city of New Orleans actually is a is a long and deep conversation here at Veeam. We had VeeamON 2017 there. And um you know and it's funny because the the venue that we had the event, they were a customer so uh, we have good uh, relationship there and uh, actually the CIO of the city of New Orleans is going to be a guest speaker at awesome. vmon. So yeah, I think that um, the you know public sector gets a lot of pressure, you know in the um, recovery, demands area there's a lot of they're targeting honestly the city's schools etc but the reality is if if any organization goes in with the right tools and I you know I like education implementation which leading leads to really good recovery right those three steps I feel like you can be ready for anything whether it's fire flood and blood or ransomware mm-hmm. and you know I think the city of New Orleans will, Uh, bring a great perspective and and Veeam on just after Pure Accelerate is is the Veeam event and um, and last week of May. And so we're heads down for that. In fact, I was just in the studio um, take number four, so much for Ricky one take, but uh, trying to get my, uh, my cuts in right now.
0: I like that you're Ricky one take. We always shoot for, you know, we shoot for one take here on the Pure Report as well and usually do pretty well. It's only that Von Stewart guy that we ever have to go you know, do a lot of, do a lot of heavy edits around. Although we got lots of good, we get lots of good blooper reels out of him too, which are, uh, which are fantastic. I'll have to dig some of those up and send those to you guys. There, fantastic. Um, cool. Well, let's, let's wrap that on the, on the ransomware piece. And uh, again, for folks that are listening, you've got opportunities, both at Pure Accelerate and vmon to go and hear from customers like city of New Orleans, um, so, hey, why don't you register out there? Register and come to our programs, uh, check them out. And it's not just ransomware. We've got everything represented there across the board, as well as uh, demonstrating what we do from a partnership standpoint, which leads me to a very clever segue into the next part around integrations. And uh, there's so many more things. I really wanted to highlight the ransomware because that's a hot topic, but um, really wanted to get into some of the other integration pieces. So maybe we'll do rapid fire because we're already Running sort of at the 25 minute mark here, um, but let's go into um, you know something that's been around but but super important is is uh, snapshot management. And what I loved when I was reading through literature, Rick, was you you, you guys talk front and center about you know an, an API first based approach, which I guess is not another one of those great synergies between Pure and and between Veeam because we do exactly the same thing but customers must love what you have. Can you provide a little more detail on on how you go about snapshots?
1: Well, the, the snapshot integration with storages actually does an amazing job with APIs in that the customers don't have to do anything with it. So partner to partner, right? Veeam and Pure have exchanged the storage API to drive this integration. I'll be honest with you, I can't even spell API. I'm not the one that needs to be out there using them, but I do know that the benefits that come with the Universal Storage API for Veeam really allows incredible ingest, uh, great recovery, and you know, um, basically zero impact backups, replicas, data 11, and more. So, you know, it's a great framework to use. But um, you know, back to JD's point about ease of use, right? The, the the details are there, but they're not something that our customers have to deal with.
0: Yeah, it's all about automating and making it really super easy to use, and also having some. You know, JD, I think we link back to something you talked about, making things intuitive. But um, pure snapshots, I think we don't talk about them as much as I wish we did, or maybe that we used to. But what makes pure snapshots uh,
2: so good? Why are well, they? That- I, I think maybe part of the reason why we don't talk about them more is because they're just so incredibly intuitive that you kind of almost <laughs> forget they're there i mean they, they they don't require any planning to implement they're thin they don't they don't use up all your space um, they're, they're just tracking metadata changes which if you know a little bit about our architecture that's the core of what we do, and so yeah. it's it's so incredibly simple to be able to take these snapshots and be able to you know use them for a variety of reasons, inc- including recovery. Now, um, you know, I, I will be the first to admit that snapshots alone are not backup. That's why we work so well with uh, solutions like like Veeam, right? But snapshots absolutely can be part of. A well-constructed comprehensive data protection strategy. And the example I like to use is, you know, we have a customer taking their daily backups, they're sending those off site. They're they're living by the three, two, one backup rule as they absolutely should be, but they they need a little bit. Uh, better RPO, right? They uh, They want to take backups more frequently and they want to be able to instantly recover those. What better way to do that than allow Veeam in addition to, not in replacement of, but in addition to those traditional backups, let's go ahead and have Veeam orchestrate some regular snapshots. And then on top of that, because Veeam is doing that orchestration, it can actually be application aware and give us application consistency and granular recovery to actually dig into that snapshot, take a particular piece of the environment that you want to recover and get that back really quickly. So these these are really two tools that work so incredibly well together and each one makes the other better.
0: And this is really where flash array C kind of shines too, right? With the, with the extra density and, you know, plays really well, um, in this space
2: for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely so there, there's two different ways we can talk about the snapshot integration you know the the first is on the primary side um and, and that's flash ray x flash ray c yeah. whatever you want to use for your primary storage all of that integration works really well and there's a lot of value but yeah rob to your point especially when you're talking about from a repository perspective being able to store those uh for a very long time and and also using those snapshots to protect your Veeam repository. And mm-hmm. I want to give another little shout out here to something that Veeam did that I think was incredibly smart. When, when, they, when they made the architectural decision on how to build these backup files, they said they need to be self-describing, they need to be 100% portable. And because of that decision that Veeam made, all in the world that I need to protect a Vee, to, to, to safeguard a Veeam protected environment is my safe mode, immutable, undeletable copy of that Veeam repository. An attacker can completely destroy the Veeam backup server. It can completely destroy the database server that Veeam's built on top of. But if I have those backups, I can get back up and running as yes. simple as restoring a fresh copy of Veeam. Yeah, you don't need a media there, server. Don't need easy. some
1: external key management. No, that, we, we don't tell that story enough, JD. But um, in fact, I have a session at, <laughs> at vemon called Hold My Beer While I Recover to the Cloud, inspired on that very topic. Yeah, good, good session name.
0: I like it. I like it. Let's dig in a little bit more into Rapid Restore. I feel like we almost started there and now we're coming back full circle, but um, vague, pretty broad question. What does Veeam do to support quick data restoration? Because that's really what it's all about. Backups are kind of easy, but when you need to go get something, you got to get it back really fast. What, what are you doing in that space to continue to innovate?
1: Well, I mean, high-speed recovery is one of those core values that is an experience that customers have, whether it's as simple as getting a whole VM back or a file or, oh, snap, I changed the stored procedure. I don't know where it is. I mean, that type of stuff is easy to fix with Veeam. And it's all predicated by the performance where the backup storage is. Now, make no mistake, Veeam is a software company. Sure. In fact, we are laser focused on that. We're, we're not going to be making beam bezels. We make stickers, but we're not making bezels, right? So we need, we need storage resources and, and JD explained it very well about how a high performance storage device will provide a good experience for how this will work. I mean, I, to say it another way, Veeam's a lot like a bicycle. You know, your experience is 100% predicated on the environment in which you use it. Have you ever tried to ride a bike on a beach? You know, things like that. So the thought here is, you know, good in, good out, good out, good in, you know, the moment you put a bad cog in the wheel, you're going to have a rough roll.
0: It reminds me of that video. I think you guys may have seen it or maybe not where where, uh, they re-engineer a bicycle so that the handlebar and the wheel go the opposite direction. Right. And so that's kind of, I don't know. Maybe I'm reaching for this analogy, but you know, it take, it doesn't work. Right. Cause your brain can't really function going that way. And that's kind of where you have, yeah. You know. Like back it up a trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Like back it up a trailer. Right. I don't know. I went a long way off a of pier for that one. <laughs> <laughs> and every, my analogies are good every once in a while, but uh, not all. At least, JD, I haven't hit any dad jokes yet. Right.
2: Well, well, so I thought you might. And so I, I actually, I, th- I talked to my daughter because she's got this, whole, yeah. she's in kindergarten and she's got this whole book. And I said, I need a really good joke to tell on this call I'm about did to your, get on. She off? gave me one. You ready? Okay, go, go. Cause then I'll have you talk about Flashblade. What time do you go to the dentist? Okay, go. Tooth hurdy. Ah, oh, I love it.
1: That is double good tooth Hurty. Oh, all that stuff. Yeah. So,
0: awesome. That is so so good. Why for does me why, to you? Why did the turtle me, cross can, the road? To get, to get to the shell station. Oh. All right, talk, <laughs> talk to me. <laughs> See, I always have them loaded up. There's there's, there's this chamber. Um, building on what Rick what Rick just talked about, um, he mentioned the performance right of the actual mm-hmm. storage right, and the software kind of needs that. What what do you love about when you get to go talk about Flashblade, right, and just the parallelism and all yeah. that.
2: good things? Well, and, and just re- really quickly, since we've been talking about FlashRay C quite a bit, yep. just to contrast yep. a little bit, FlashRay C is designed for maximum capacity density, right? So it's built on top of direct flash accelerated QLC, which is the the, the most dense kind of flash that we have available today, and on top of that. Has all of our industry leading data reduction technologies, dedupe and compression. So when you're talking about capacity, Flash RAC all day long, right? But when we absolutely want the most screaming performance we can possibly get from our store perspective, we actually need a new architecture for that. And um, we developed something called FlashBlade, Unified Fast File and Object. It, it, it's really designed less about being a storage appliance and more about delivering massive scale to get the kind of throughput um, that you need for these massive kind of restore operations, right? And it's built on the scale-out architecture. So I've got up to 150 individual nodes that are all working together to deliver this kind of performance. And when it comes to a rapid restore scenario with with Veeam, um, it, it doesn't get much faster than that. Being able to Stream have multiple restore streams all running at the same time, getting you back up and running quickly uh, is really 100% what that was designed for.
1: Yeah, it's performance on par with production. Why would you want recovery any other way? Think about the expectation today people can deploy new workloads so quick, they need to be able to recover just as quick. So, here you are. That's that's where we are today now, and that's yeah. that's a great example, JD.
0: Funny how bandwidth matters. Yeah.
2: And, and we already mentioned this a little bit, but I, I love how it's not only about restore quickly, and, and that that's critical, right? That that it, that's one of the three pillars I talked about. But it's it's also about enabling the alternative restore scenarios, the instant VM recovery, being able to essentially stream those workloads from backup file without having to wait on the the data to move. You know, d- data gravity can be a problem in very large environments. Being able yeah. to stream that real time, you, you got to have high performance to be able to do something like that. And FlashBlade is going to deliver that kind of performance.
0: Multi-dimensional solution. I love it. Um, We're getting late on time here, so I'll I'll hit the last item really quickly, just more for awareness for people listening. But we did just crank out a new Cisco validated designs, which I think takes us up to 36 uh, that Pure has with Cisco. And this one was with Veeam for data protection for virtualized workloads and there's a, a there's a ton to unpack on this one, but you know, bottom line, we love our Cisco validated designs. They're really great, particularly when we when we partner with with uh, with a great alliance partner like Veeam um, for this with our flash stack type of solution. At um, Rick, anything you want to comment on just, just really quickly? I know this just came out, so I kind no, of- No, no,
1: these are, these are great milestones in the market for sure. I think that organizations uh, who already have these technologies can leverage this to tune mm-hmm. and do better. You know, I see a lot of times organizations have technology. They're not using 100% of what they want and could, right? So this is a great resource there. For those that are looking to do better, right? And I talk to people every day that are doing- that are dealing with problems and backup, right? Yeah. These are these are solutions and, and designs that can inspire, um, you know, progressive change. So yeah, good on both ends of the spectrum for sure. Awesome.
0: Uh, well, t- let's, uh, let's go ahead and wrap then, because I know we're well at time, but I love having both of you on here. I feel like we could go forever and ever and ever. Not sure everybody wants to listen forever and ever and ever, but I would definitely talk to you guys. Uh, JD, you go first. Take us home. Uh, Pure Plus Veeam, you know, how would you sum that up for, for people that have been listening this whole time?
2: Intuitive, easy to use, and uh, delivers a layered approach to any protection strategy, but in particular, ransomware. Awesome. Rick, same question.
1: Uh, Powerful, versatile, and um, scalable, right? That's been anything you want to do. We can do that today between the two technologies.
0: You kept it to the rule of three, like a good marketeer. <laughs> Maybe three adjectives. Oh, you did great. Awesome. Well, um, thanks guys. We'll wrap as we usually do a, where to find you, Rickatron. Where do we, where do you have a at Rickatron Twitter handle? No,
1: it is gone. In South oh, Carolina. I took it first. No. A, uh, I, I go by Rick Vanover on Twitter, okay. uh, you know, business in the front party in the back. So, um, yeah, Rick Vanover on Twitter, the Veeam blog. And, um, you know, it's, it's I, I've identified, Pretty much everything at Beam and you know LinkedIn and I did sign up for TikTok. My daughter's the only one following me, but that's another discussion. I'll give you but, a follow, Rick. Oh no, you
0: don't <laughs> want it. I'm not even going to touch that. That I, I'm 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 out. I just you know if I want to see something on there. I, I'll just I'll just watch it on my kid's phone, right? Yeah, exactly. But well, that's good. JD at JD Wallace, yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, my, my, my naming convention, just as clever as Rick's I'm at JD Wallace. So pretty easy to find there. So uh, let's continue the conversation. I have something special. I want to plug this time though. Um, I believe when this episode drops, we're going to be in the midst of pure accelerate and you can go right now and you can go watch the recording of a technical deep dive that I worked with Veeam senior engineer, Zane Allen. He and I came together to actually record a very deep dive demo on exactly how Veeam and Pure work together, not only to use safe mode for ransomware uh, protection, but also we brought in Veeam's hardened repository and we showed how that plays into a layered approach. And so I encourage everybody to go check that out.
0: Awesome, yeah. And final plug, you know, please go attend Accelerate, go attend VeeamON. We would love to see you there and have your attendance and uh, so much good stuff to check out. Thanks, gents. I appreciate it. Um, a great way for me to spend a little bit of time on a, uh, a workday afternoon. You're both awesome. Would love to get you back soon.
2: Cheers. You go so, ahead.
0: With that, um, we will go ahead and wrap. Thanks, everybody out there, for listening to this episode of The Pure Report. Keep sending in your feedback and topic suggestions, and we will bring great guests like Rick and JD onto the program. And with that, we will wrap. For Pure Storage, Rick Vanover and J.D. Wallace, this is Rob Ludeman saying, don't look back, something might be gaining on you.